Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's official. What's that? One man's actions in our area Mm -hmm. has led to the legal decision that you are allowed to curse at police officers. You can curse at a cop. Look, there's a reason we're telling you this, and we'll get to that in a second. But in life, you'll see a whole bunch of different people do things that you think are wrong, dumb, dangerous Mm -hmm. and you have a country given right to say a whole hell of a lot of stuff to them yeah but you better watch your mouth well that's just it of those people tommy which ones do you feel comfortable criticizing to their face i thought you couldn't criticize anybody no but like certain types of officials well that's why you're dumb oh see (laughs) what i just did criticized you completely fine you're hanging out in the breaker, Rod Stitch Classic Rock, 96.5, WCMF. The state of New York just saw a really interesting court case come to conclusion. What happened? So the story in the DNC says back in 2016, a Buffalo police officer was driving down the street mm. in the dark with no headlights on. Oh. Witnesses say because of this, he nearly hit two women that were walking. Oh, Jesus. Now, a man who saw the whole thing happen shouted... Turn your lights on, a-hole, at the cop. Okay. But he didn't say a-hole. Right. You get what I'm saying? Court documents state that the police officer turned his car around and detained the man that shouted at him. Because he called him an a-hole. Well, no. He issued him a citation for violating the city's noise ordinance. Oh, he was, oh it was too loud okay. of an a-hole. Yes, a-hole's fine. You allowed a-hole. It. it was the volume. Dial back the A a little bit. So just to give you the details, not that it matters here, mm. but the man who shouted claims he didn't know it was a police officer at the time. He was just upset because he thought it was, well, it was somebody doing stuff. it was dark and lights were off. All right. There you go. Uh, it turns out that the police officer detaining this man, he may have detained the worst possible person. Right. Well, that man who he arrested... Mm-hmm. He's a civil rights attorney. Oh, he's, all right. So he's a lawyer. You got it. Now, he sued the Buffalo Police Department, mm. not looking for money, but in an effort to prove that his First Amendment rights had been violated. Mm. And Free at, speech. You got it. Right. And after eight years of all kinds My of gas. Wow. It's a long process. Yeah, that's a long a-hole. This week, <laughs> an appeals court sided with the man who was detained. Okay. The judge in the case said that because the officer had been negligent in the first place, this lawyer was allowed to criticize him over matters of, quote, public concern. And, by the way, he was found not guilty of violating the noise ordinance anyway years ago. Mm. So it seems, based on the 
opinion of this appellate court. The guy who called the cop an a-hole was in the right the entire time. He was allowed to criticize that police officer, whether he knew it was a police officer or not. Okay. Now, there are lots of people were allowed to criticize Tommy. Almost everyone. Sure. But just because you have that option mm. doesn't mean you'll use it. Okay. The phone number is 252-WCMF, 252-9263. And I want you to think for a second before you answer. Mm. Everybody listening. Right. Who are you afraid to criticize face to face? Like, uh, like profession-wise? I mean, okay, we'll, we'll go down the list in a second. Okay. But let's use this example here. Right. Let's say you saw exactly what this guy witnessed. Mm. Police officer almost hits two women, according to the witnesses. It's dangerous. You're out there. That guy gets out and goes, oh, how about those people? Jeez. <laughs> Would you criticize that cop to his face? No. Why not? I don't want a nightstick to my lip. Okay. He... What if what? he cracks my lip with a nightstick? They don't just, they're not gonna... I guess the question is what good is know? it going to do anyways? Okay. Right. The incident art is over. I, I guess my thought would just be I'm not extending this. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I want it to be over. I'm done. So both of you are afraid to criticize that police officer. Right. So let's say you get pulled over and you disagree with the officer, but you're... You're calling him, you're using profane language mm-hmm. and directed at him. Yeah. Is that legal? I don't know. I would assume it's covered under your First Amendment, right? But I'm not exactly sure. Okay. So as years, long as you're not threatening. Okay. So years ago, and this is kind of in the same vein. Okay. I'm out with this girl at a Howard Johnson's diner. Living the dream. In South Florida. <laughs> okay. She's got a huge slut mouth. And she's just... She's not even being loud. She's every other word is just profane. Okay, it's just how she be. All right, there's a there's a there's a state. I think it was a Florida like sheriff or something. He was like two booths over. Okay, he got up and walked over and told her to watch her mouth. Ooh, that and? he could hear her and she was being profane and just basically shut up. Okay, so I don't know if that's actually legal. If you can legally tell somebody you're being too dirty, but I wasn't going to argue with Pistol Dude okay, so you're... over, like, because I wasn't interested in this chick anyway. Okay, great. So I guess the, the initial question, then, as we go down this list, you are- Because that's her right to, to talk how she wants. Well, I mean, it is a private business also. The person could come out and say, hey, we don't want you. But the owner anymore. didn't. You're right. It was a police officer. Right. So then both of you are afraid to criticize a police officer to their face. Yeah, because you want to show respect to the badge. Okay, but- Especially when something... it could be my ass next. But they did something wrong. Well, that's on them. <laughs> I'm not, the, I'm not the, the police inspector. All right, let's go down the list here. Right. Let's go down the list. Start from the top down. Right. It seems, Tommy, elected officials oh, are- I'm going to light them bums up. Yeah, nobody's scared to tell them they're wrong. No. Since the beginning of elections, there are always people, no matter who is in power, who will openly call them idiots. Mm. Law enforcement is where it gets interesting. Okay. Because there are plenty of folks who have no issue speaking up when they see something they think is appropriate. Right. And there are a large collection of people who, A, would look for a reason- as to why whatever happened was okay, okay. inciting with the police department, or B, even if they disagreed, like you, would be scared of the potential consequences if they spoke up. Right. right? That seems where things start to get split. Mm-hmm. As we get into real everyday life, things that could actually happen. Okay. Kimmy? Yeah. Would you feel comfortable criticizing our boss to their face? No. Never. No, I, I, I'm a coward. I do it behind their back. <laughs> but you're allowed to. I complain. I do all that stuff. When the boss is outside of the room. Okay. But there's nothing in the law that says you can't do that. It would have to be something where I felt like um, I had to defend myself, maybe. Maybe that's when I would speak up a little bit. But if it's just something that I don't like what they're doing, 
I'm probably not saying anything. Tommy, would you feel comfortable criticizing our boss to their face? Yeah, I think it depends on what it is. Okay. Right? I have also made fun of our bosses to their face, and they don't appreciate that either. Believe it or not. They're a little sensitive. But I guess, like, if you saw something that you really thought was wrong, you would say something. So Especially because like, I'm older. Okay, so you don't care. It's, you're yeah. at the point where you don't care. Right. Bro, I got one right. foot out the door, man. Yeah, you've had one foot out the door for every day of your career. 30-year right. foot. Well, that could, that could make a difference, though, if you have more time on the job than your boss. And maybe you feel a little bit more entitled to criti- yeah. criticizing them. Now, by the way, just because there's no law that says you can't criticize mm-hmm. your boss doesn't mean your boss can't fire you right. or make your life harder on the job. Mm-hmm. But, Tommy, there are people who have a relationship with the people that work over them where they can look them in the face, go, mm-hmm. you're an effing idiot. You did this wrong here. Why? Okay. And there may be a way to do that without being a dick, but it, w- it would be strange to see like somebody here just call out one of our bosses yeah. profanely out of nowhere one right. morning. Yeah, right. So you would say the majority of people will not criticize their no. boss to their face. I mean, it's it's counterproductive to your bottom line. Okay, two five two WCMF two five two nine two six three. As we talk about this eight year court case that finally came to an end this week. Long story short, a man in Buffalo called a police officer an a hole after he saw the man the officer driving down the street with no headlights and almost hitting two women. The police officer stopped, got out of the car, detained the man, arrested him for violating a noise ordinance. Mm. And after eight years, that man who just so happened to be a civil rights attorney <laughs> uh, was given the ruling this week that because the police officer was doing something according to the court that was dangerous. He had a First Amendment right to criticize that person, police officer or not. What about criticizing your coworkers to their face? Uh, To their face. Oh. Face. I mean, that I've seen happen. But are you comfortable doing it? No. No? No, I'm a behind-the-back guy. Always have been. So if you witnessed a coworker doing something wrong, wrong, we all have. You're not going to go up to them and be like, hey, idiot, what are you doing? I mean, that'd be pretty bad. Kimmy? Are you scared um, of criticizing I've, a coworker to their face? Well, now that I'm thinking about it, there was like I <laughs> no, there was a kid that I used oh, to work I with. You were talking about that incident that Tommy and I both witnessed, where you were standing oh, behind that point. But they, again, like I think I have to be like pushed to that point. Right. You know what I no, mean? No, it's not how. It, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I, I have confronted a coworker, but it's because it's affected me to the point where I'm like, I can't stand it's this personal. anymore. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it had to get very personal, I think. Yeah. Because I don't want to get involved. And if they if they start to raise their voice, I think that's what triggers that reaction too. Okay. You know what I mean? So you'd like, have to be angry. Yeah. I think it comes out of a place of anger, not so much like I'm gonna sit this person down and tell them what they're doing wrong. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because in every example here, including the initial court case that we talked about, mm. it's anger that yeah. evoked that response. Like I was angry that that car Almost hit those two women, yeah. right? That's what caused the response. So you're right, Kimmy. You would have to put yourself in an angry position with everyone that we. It's out of frustration. So yeah. Are people more likely to criticize their coworkers to their face than their boss? Probably, if you're going to criticize, you. I mean, can't you make the argument though? Like, you need your relationship with your coworkers more. Yeah, but the boss can pull the trigger on your ass. Yeah, but I got to work with these people on a daily basis. I got that, but he or she, good ladies, coming up the line too. <laughs> they they hold your future. Okay. You know, yes, you probably have a more intimate relationship with a coworker than, a, than your boss. You don't know the boss as well as you know. Like you know, like you don't know that how that boss is going to react. Okay. You only deal with that dude once or her once in a while. Yeah, but how does your everyday life change when that criticism directed at the person you just work with on a daily basis gets taken hard? Ooh. Because look, man, 
Like you crush the boss. Look, we got a couple. No, I'm talking about your coworker. Because co-worker. Oh. look, I could go curse in my boss's face, mm. our boss's face right now. I could go upstairs yeah. and do it. And it probably wouldn't go well. But I don't deal with her on a daily basis. Right. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. If we got off mic yeah. and you said something on the air or a break was terrible and I blamed you and I go, hey, you effing idiot. What the hell's wrong with you? I got kids to feed. We're trying to do this thing here. That would make my life a thousand times harder. I would, yes, it would make things way more awkward. I would be more afraid of criticizing you, a guy I work with on a daily basis, than I would be of criticizing a person that works over me. Criticize me constantly. Shut up, stupid. <laughs> oh, criticize me constantly. Oh, I gotta get a stethoscope for a cadaver to learn to use your mouth. <laughs> I mean, but, but, but like, I'm thinking like other people I would never criticize. Like, you never criticize your wife. Okay, so let's talk about personal stuff. Because that's dynamite. Put a pin in that. 252-WCMF. Folks have been waiting patiently. Let's talk to Rammer. He's on CMF. Hey, Rammer, what's up, buddy? Hey, good morning. So how about a judge? Would you, would you tell a judge exactly how you feel? I, I wouldn't. Why? Why would you do that? Wait, hold on, hold on. You said you did that. I did, yeah. Back in uh, during my divorce proceedings, the judge had uh, advised my attorney that she was offended by a statement I had made in my uh, response. That well, here's sense. the thing, though. Here's the, uh, having listened to you on multiple yeah. occasions, I get it. It yeah. makes you. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. It's not her business. Her job is to judge based on the merit. I told my attorney to tell the judge I did not GAF her opinion about my response. And it was it, it was just one of those things where it's like the next time I went into court, she was not very pleasant, but it didn't matter. You have the right to say what you think, and, and regardless of anyone's position, if you feel like you're being, you know, unfairly uh, criticized or something is, you know, not being done right, like this guy would call the cop out for what he did, that it's protected speech. So, but it worked. Like you got that judge's face through your lawyer, and it worked. Well, pretty much, yeah. Because so it, it, you got it all your money and you, and, and you got the house and everything, right? Well, yeah, but I mean, that was kind of a foregone conclusion. You know what I mean? Out of it, the $4,000 door. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but Ram, right, no, to Tommy's point, to Tommy's point, I think he's trying to make, just because you have a right to do something. Your it's, not, interest, it's, not, yeah. it's counterproductive to yeah. what you're trying to accomplish. Potentially. Okay, but it's... But not necessarily, because it's like a bully. If you never call a bully out, he's always a bully. If you start calling people out for their behavior that is inappropriate in different situations and violating your rights, eventually either, you know, you throw down, which is not the, the best option, or that person gets put in their place and figures out that they can't do what they're So you doing. put that judge in her place. Judge Bullet. Well, you shut her attorney, down. My, my my attorney put the judge in her place by letting her know that I just didn't really care what her opinion was. I think was. you need a new attorney, bro. Well, I don't know. Because, like, attorney man, should go, hey, Rammer, no, I don't think no, we should say I, that, bro. <laughs> my, my attorney is the equivalent of a pit bull that's got a whole lot of experience. Fighting and, I hired the best, baby. Rammer, thanks for the call, buddy. I really appreciate yeah. it. Have a good rest of Kiss the Kiss my ass, Judge Seabag. I would not. I'm out of here with all my dough. There's no way I'm criticizing a judge in a I'm, case that they're ruling. I can't believe you hired a lawyer and go, yeah, okay, I'll say that. <laughs> Like, that's why you hire a lawyer, so you don't say that. I don't know. I've been watching a lot of stuff on TV with high-end people and lawyers, and it turns out lawyers will say whatever they want. Okay. You know, they'll just say it. All right. Because there's a couple of times, but wait, they they said that? Of course. (laughs)
All right, so as we get personal, you brought up the wife thing. Yeah. As we talk about who you're afraid to criticize. Are you afraid to criticize your spouse? Yes. There is no law in the land that prevents you, Tommy, from telling your wife that she screwed up. You're right. still not going to exercise that right. No. Why not? It does me no good. It gets me nowhere. It sets me back. Why would I do that? Are you, you more? You likely- don't want to do it, but you, you're saying you've never done it. Oh, I've done it. That's yeah. why I've been divorced right. twice and three <laughs> engagements, and that's why I hired a lawyer. But Tommy, you can't go an entire marriage not criticizing Watch your spouse. Me. No, it's impossible. I, Watch I think me it's run unhealthy. The table. I think it's unhealthy to keep it. Keep all those opinions inside, oh, hey, right? Because really? eventually, it's just, it out, baby. No, but eventually, baby, it's going to explode. Let it out. Let me tell you how I feel, baby. I would think like there's going to come a point where it's going to be a small thing, and that's what's going to set you off and criticize somebody, and that's a bigger issue. Like I you, think you've got to learn to navigate. Like okay. pick and choose your battles. Pick and choose, and pick out you pick your tone out of what you're saying. Pick your spots, baby. Baby. Don't let it come from a place of frustration, even no. though that's usually what happens. Never speak from anger. Never speak from frustration. What are you, Oasis now? Kimmy, are you afraid to criticize your husband? Um, I, I have criticized my husband. We've criticized each other. But I do think that there are some times where I'm like, I'm going to let that one go. You know what I mean? I love it like she's in the mob. Uh, I'm going to let that one you go. You do. You have to. Okay. <laughs> you We're going to do, do it the Palatino way, right? <laughs> You could find stuff all day. To I can't. I can't find you. anything to criticize. Look, Everything's great at my <laughs> house. But when it comes to your spouse, sometimes you have to criticize. I understand back to the wall type of thing, but even then, you better temper your words. I think we're having two separate arguments because so if you're talking about an argument where your back's to the wall, fine. I'm talking about something that could be a major fi- major financial matter you disagree on. Something that could be a major safety but go matter. In gently, mm-hmm. but Tommy. If you don't speak up or even show passion, that could change the trajectory it of could. both of your lives. It could, but it would have to come down to something so serious that I didn't have the luxury of weighing my words. But doesn't every marriage have two or three of those moments minimum? You better hope you can only have two or three. Okay. Because it sucks. And it's a rocky ride, and you may not come out of it on the other end. Have you ever called your husband like an a-hole or a dick or something like that? Uh, no, I don't think I've used like mean words towards. I would feel like if I that came out, like I would almost be shocked with myself. Okay, mm-hmm. well, you like you said, passion, yeah. anger can do yeah. crazy things. To yeah, people. I don't think I'd call him like an a hole though. Even if he's being an a hole, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Was he being an a hole at the time though? <laughs> no, all men are a holes. Speak for yourself, man. Mm. Uh, do, you might have to. You're I, I'm dressed like an a hole. I'm wondering. You look like you're a cops versus Zippy softball game. <laughs> I can't tell what side of them. Nobody can. Um, I wonder, though, if sometimes you feel like you have to criticize to keep that person safe or healthy. Okay. or You know what I mean? Well, think, of how danger. Many, think of how many people won't go to the doctor or won't get something checked out. Like, you may have to. Hey, Fatty Magoo, you got to <laughs> get that cholesterol checked. There may be some criticism in how they handle those situations, but you're just doing it in their best interest. I think the one that's the most complicated, because yeah. look, when it's a spouse criticizing another spouse, that's both adults. Mm. When you're criticizing your boss or a coworker, you're adults. Even mm. if you yell at a police officer, curse at him, you're yeah. both adults. What about criticizing your kids? So that could have long-term real damage. Every right. parent does it. You have to, as yeah, a but parent. You, but again, you could do some serious, and you may not even realize it at the time, 
how that's going to affect them when they're 20 and 30 years old. You're right. right. You, you don't find out how good a job you did until it's far too late. But, yeah. Tommy, it wasn't all that long ago that looking at your kid and calling them an a-hole was socially accepted. You and I know from experience. Oh, yeah. My, my parents, especially my father, he had no filter. Are people still okay with that now? No, you can't. You can't. There are people that do it. God, I mean, you learn from the past, man. It don't work. What if they're being an a-hole? Well, what if they're being a bitch? But 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 you made that bitch or a-hole. So there's a reason. Maybe I mean maybe the attitude you're getting back is because of the environment you, have to look you in created. The well, the environment you created in the household. Why not put? Why not blame the parents? That's what mm-hmm. I say. Why not hold the parents responsible? Parents got to point that finger at themselves. Oh it's, it's, your, it's your genetics. Well, it's how you raise your child. Spoiled rich kid who grows up to fall backwards into luck after being a failure wants to blame his parents for all his shortcomings. Shock face. Look at my shock face. Not me, guys. I can't be responsible. It's probably the way that I was raised. Kimmy, would your mother or father look at you and tell you directly when you were doing things wrong? You've met my dad. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, look, I, every interaction I've had with your dad is pleasant, and I feel like you treat him No, I'm not him saying he was even being a jerk about it. Sometimes he was joking, and it was still it <laughs> criticizing was me. Okay. What is the right way to go about letting your kid know that they are wrong, they're acting a certain way, or they could be making a big mistake? Like, what are those words that you choose, Tommy? Because you're sitting here telling me I can't call my kid an a-hole. No. It's my kid. I made him. Right. Uh... Oh, that kid! <laughs> I mean, I think at the end, I think at the end, end of the conversation, you always got to give somebody a win. You can't just like shut them down and walk away. So you have to pick something positive. You got to give them a win. You got to give them something to walk away from to feel good about themselves. What was you're just you're just doing damage. I would also think the ha. the tough part of. I'm just trying to think of what win your dad could have given. You. No, he, he had there was no wins in that. House. No, but there was no win. He well, could I got even, a boat. You're still shut off. <laughs> You're still breathing, so that's good. Yeah, I get that word. It's it's also tough if um, the parent is criticizing their kid for something that their kid knows that they've also done. Okay, which oh, seems yeah. like a lot of that criticism does come from that parent because it's like, "Hey, kid, like I know what it's like. Don't do what I did." But it's hard to find a way to do that as a parent without them throwing that back into your face. I'm living that right now, and it sucks. So, like my. Uh... My oldest, mm-hmm. her uh, science of French grade, a little lower than we wanted. Okay. And by the way, like, you know, because she can't hear me. Still great. Awesome. Right. Yeah. Like, very happy. But but because there's but no you expectation. Act like you do better. Exactly. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, she's heard me on the show talk about how stupid I was in high school mm-hmm. and the great, terrible grades I had. Not to right. mention, my father loves to bring that up every time he's around <laughs> my daughters, which, yeah. hey, thanks a lot, Dad. Really appreciate that. So, like, I got to, like, play, like, well, you know, you, know you, you, could, you could, I know what you're capable of. And mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm looking at this, and I'm looking at what it was before. And okay, it could be better. And like right. immediately, I know you had bad grades. Yeah. In fact, your French teacher I had when I was at Aquinas. Oh. So like the French teacher is probably yeah. telling her stories about me back in the yeah, day. Shut up, idiot. Yeah. So like, <laughs> so like my wife now has to handle all grade related yeah. discussions. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I can't, can't be really like, argue with her. No. No. But I, my kid knows. So like, and as my kid, you gets know, older, I'm half dad, right? <laughs> That's been her argument. But like, as my kid gets older and she starts to find out about the other trouble I got into when I was a yeah. kid, I'm going to lose gonna all footing. It's more and more difficult. And that's why it's best if you can hide your past from your children. No, that may, also, think, no because you know, it it's is. impossible because you're going to have buddies that are going to come around. I was there when your dad it sucks because in the blank. It sucks in a town like this where you know, your kids will know your buddies and where you went to school and all that. 
But if you can hide that stuff from your kids and create a f- better fake mm-hmm. you, I think it's better for the kid. Yeah, but I think it also, by sharing those experiences, it gives them... Because they can't fa- say you don't know what it's like. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. But, you're also lo- but they're also looking for an out. You know, they're looking for easy street. I mean, well, you, you, you couldn't do it. Why do you expect me to do it? You're screwed either way. Yeah. Because you're right, Kimmy. They're going to look at you and go, you don't know. And mm-hmm. if I do know, well, I was like you. Create a fake you and use that. There's your wisdom of the day from Tyler. <laughs> and don't cuss at your child. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. What we're about to tell you doesn't make any sense. What is that? Because on one hand, you would understand why this many Americans think doing this openly at your job is wrong. But then when you find out how many Americans admit to doing this at their job... Oh, Seems a little hypocritical. Sounds gross. No, it's okay. in fact something you want to do I and have do. done in the past at your job. Okay, you're hanging out in the break room. It's just classic rock. Ninety six five WCMF. Three quarters of people say it is unacceptable to openly drink on a work Zoom meeting. Oh yes, I so, am fully behind this. In that way, if mm. you had a glass of wine mm-hmm. while on a work Zoom meeting call, mm. you are being inappropriate. Did Tommy, would you agree with that statement? You ain't being it. If you're just having a glass of wine, you're being very European. Now, they say drinking, so fill in whatever drink yeah, you okay. think, right? Beer, whiskey, mm. vodka. But if you moderate and it's just part of your thing, your you, culture. You are your culture. Give me I an mean, example. drinking is part of my culture. Okay, yeah. What you're Irish. That? Yeah. So if I if let's I was just, let's just blanket negative stereotypes on people. Not negative at all. Oh no! You, you, y'all produce a fine uh, dark spirit. Why don't you go to uh, St. Patrick's Day parades then? Huh? Not my cup of tea. No, why's that? I only want to hang out with the real Irish, <laughs> not the wannabes. You sound like a kid that just got back from like his exchange program. <laughs> you know, they drink wine in the middle of the day. And I'm wearing a lunch. scarf for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm saying like I'm a pro drinker, so you know, like if I. If I was on a Zoom call and it's like pushing five o'clock and this guy cracks a beer open, I'm like, yeah, he's unwinding. Okay. Kimmy, do you think it's inappropriate to openly drink on a work Zoom call? 
I think it kind of depends on your work environment. If you if yeah. you had this job in an office, because there are offices that were like kind of changing their tune on that, where like they actually had those things available during the day. Now I don't know how many Google's people actually went and like you know took advantage. But I guess like if you're if your place of business has that available when you're there. What's the difference if I'm doing it at home on a Zoom call? So both of you are pro-work drink. Mm -hmm. Look, it's easy to look at this study and say you're not shocked that three-quarters of Americans believe that openly drinking on a Zoom call while you're working Mm -hmm. is inappropriate. Fine. But at the same time, we know a lot of people are drinking during work now. Sure. A recent study says almost 4 in 10 Americans who work from home admit to drinking while they've done it. And those are the people that are just admitting it, Tommy, right? I mean, something like this, you got to figure- The closet drinkers. Yeah, there's yeah. another 5 to 10% who have done the alkalies, it. yeah. And on top of that, that's just the work from home people. Mm-hmm. That doesn't count people that have to go into the office that yeah. have something that they How have. about these people with the stash? Please. So is the popular opinion, yeah. I'm okay with drinking on the job as long as you don't openly do it? Oh, like I don't like if see it's not it. out in front of the camera. Yeah, because, you're hiding it. Don't ask, don't tell. Basically, hiding it though has just a weird vibe to it. It's though, kind of too. Fun. It feels like you're doing something wrong. But it's also kind of fun to kind of sneak it in there. You're talking to a man who hid booze in multiple places in our studio yeah. for years, mm, yeah, and right then right. goes, "Don't tell anybody yeah. when I watch him do it." You weren't even cool about it. <laughs> if we look at the numbers we have here. Yeah. If 75% of Americans say openly drinking on a Zoom call is inappropriate, Mm. yet 4 in 10 Americans who work from home say they have drank, that means there are people who will drink while working that still believe you shouldn't openly do it. Right. Is that strange? It's hypocritical, but I also kind of get it. I can handle it, but most people can't. Well, I think the the difference is the open drinking part, the fact that your coworkers can see it. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that a fair enough rule for you, right? I'm okay with you drinking, just don't let me see you drink? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's out, of, it's out of sight, out of mind, maybe. Okay. Man, we are doing some serious drinking, though. That's some pretty high numbers, man, are admitting it. Now, 4 and 10 say they have, so this mm. is not people that, have, that do it on a regular basis. But if you're admitting to it, you probably are on a, maybe not every day, but you're probably doing it regularly. Now, I get that you're pro-alcohol, and you are an alcoholic, and you I support, be, you know, the laws. And you want to be cool. Well, there's probably laws mm-hmm. against drinking on the job. If you have, uh, like, a dangerous job. job yeah. yeah. Most jobs? No, but this, we don't have a dangerous job okay, where fine. I can blow the joint up. No, I get it. I would make the argument that most jobs, if you're drinking on the job, you are putting people in danger. I understand, yes. Okay. That being said, mm. even you would have a breaking point if a coworker was out of control drinking. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, for example... Are you, would you ever blow a coworker in for drinking, do you no. think? Never. No. Never ever. I mean, it would have to be like, oh my God, he's going to kill somebody. Okay, so you th- you're just worried about violence. Uh, violence or hurting somebody or hurting themselves. All right, so let me ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, you know, your job, my job, Kimmy's job, they're all entwined together, mm. right? We all have to be on point at the same time for things to be okay. And right. If one of us drops the ball, it's a delicate starts, dance. Yeah, but if one of us starts slipping, it can affect the careers of the other two. Right. So let's say, Tommy, you know, you're Mr. I hide booze all over the place. I'm cool, man. Shit, me out. Yeah, I won't say nothing to nobody. Mm. You find out mm. that I've been sneaking out and doing shots in every commercial break. It's you. And as the show goes on, I get drunker. Bad, bad is bad. I get drunker and drunker and drunker to the point where I can't even function anymore. The okay. show is being negatively affected and- Well, yes. Well, so you dime on me. I would have to. I would talk to you personally. But let's say I don't change. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Tommy. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Man who drank his entire career mm. on the job. I mean, my first question is, where, are you, where is it? Where's the booze, Pat? Where is you're, it? You're telling me. Give it to me. 
I'm going to put it over here now. You're telling me there isn't a point where you would go to our bosses and say something? No, I would talk to you. And if I didn't change, you just deal with it? I think... Oh, what happened, Mr. Yeah. Cool Guy? I'll tell you what I think I would do. I think I would talk to your wife. You coward-ass wow. bitch! Wait, you'd rather go to his wife than yeah. the boss? Yeah. Because wow. that'll shut it I, down fast. That's way worse! <laughs> that would be. I mean, now you're now you're disrupting his personal life yeah, on top of his Yeah, the mama hammer is going to come down and, and straighten out the situation ten times. But what if his wife says, yeah, I know me. he... No, what if she says, <laughs> what if she says, yeah, I know he does that? Is you that think, a problem? You think his, I know his there wife. There might be people that would say I know his wife. wife. <laughs> she ain't saying that. Maybe not his I wife. I would tell your husband the same thing. Maybe not his wife and maybe not my husband, but there may be people that come to their significant other's defense immediately in those I, types of situations if they feel like, you know, you're going to hurt their career or job, you know? All right, so here, I guess because I, my head went into the actual radio business saying like, well, if you doubt me, let's just pull up some tape and listen to him talk. Okay. Does that sound like something you want representing your family? You're talking to my wife like that? Wow. Is this what you, is this what you want? <laughs> is this what you, is this what you turn into family? lawyer, Tommy. Tied your wagon to You're right. I should leave him. So <laughs> I would definitely, and I don't normally do this, but because it's you two, I wouldn't want to see you get fired, but I would definitely tell your spouse. Okay. Kidding? But it would have to get so bad. Yeah. You shut. Yeah. You shut. You <laughs> Actually, that sounds like the show normally. So, <laughs> so you would go to the spouse after you already came to us first and we didn't change. Yeah. Okay. Bro. But I think that's a normal chain of command. I don't know. Bro. I don't know if I'd be bold. I, I, it would It would really depend on the relationship that I had with your significant other. It would. Yeah. I mean, I'm closer. I mean, I don't know your husband as well as I know uh, Nana, because if, yeah, I've known him her longer, and yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a client. I'm a client. You're a patient. You're not a client. Well, I'm a client of your wife. Client, really? You get Botox? Well, I get the back checked and everything else. I'm you getting back Botox. And like I've only seen your I'm only in your husband's company a few times, and I've seen him shirtless. Yes, you have. All right, bro. I'll put it this way. Yeah. Before I get to Kimmy, before we deal with Kimmy. <laughs> If I had a drinking problem at work mm-hmm. to the point where you went to my wife and said something. Yeah, like it's, it's bad, huh? And I walk through the door one day and mm-hmm. I see my wife sitting at the island and she looks at me and goes, we need to talk. Tommy called me. You are dead to me. You're dead to me. You've now affected the relationship we yeah. have personally. But whatever, of course. So I went upstairs and got you fired. Well, who knows I get fired? Maybe I get put <clears> in some <throat> nice program where I get to go dry out at like, uh, what do they call that? Not beaches. What's the place? Uh, sandals Unlimited. That's what, no, I, maybe it is, I can't remember. It's what they use on addiction, but it looks You're like You're not going to no $10,000 a day on a company dime. Uh, it doesn't even give you headphones. Don't you love me? It doesn't even give you headphones. Kidding? I'm going, I, I'm, I'm running right to Hot Beef, her husband. Oh, I thought you were talking about my wife. What the hell? Oh, Hot Beef is her husband. <laughs> Hold on one sec. I gotta use my phone. Hey, Nana, Tommy's got a new nickname for you. Do not listen to him if he calls you about a problem at work. Kimmy? Yeah. Let's say Tommy or I. Mm-hmm. We're doing the shots and commercial breaks. Yeah. You don't see we're hiding it. Our drunkenness on the air is affecting now Both your of you career. Guys are I wet my this. pants. One or the other. <laughs> well, we don't know if that makes you drunk or not. <laughs> would there be a point where you would go to our bosses? I think so because I think I would almost at that point I would have to decide what I want to do in my own my own career move because like if if you're two people that I now can't work with, what what's my next move? I it, it you know what I mean? Okay, but I that's said, would, all right. Let's say it's just one of us, not both of us. Well, I would probably go to the one that's like. Don't drag me into this. Yeah, if it was you, I would. I would come to Pat because you guys have had a longer mm. relationship. Look say, at you, you coward. I would because you, you know him better. <laughs> you know him better. Okay, so let's say it didn't work. 
That what? I'll, 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 I say I quit. Yeah. But I come in here, wet britches sitting down again, <laughs> slobbing mouth all over the wet microphone. Wet britches and slobbing mouth, my two favorite Catskills comedians. <laughs> What's your next move? Boss, After I talk to Pat. Boss or my wife? Uh, the boss. Yeah, but a wife is not I'm not, I'm not. I'm not talking to your wife about it. I, I don't know what she sees at home, so I'm going to let you two work that She's out. She's got to deal with them wet bridges. <laughs> Whatever it is, whatever she sees is horrific. Yeah. So you're telling me you would rather I talk to your wife than our boss? Yes. Okay. You've been divorced how many times? You want me to go to your wife and you're drinking? I just, I just think because it's such a personal issue, okay. mm-hmm. right. like to put it in a boss, a boss is going to just look at it cold from a business uh, aspect. Okay. Where your wife's going to look at the person. And try to help you. I don't think you get help. And I don't think it's the boss's job to, like, cure your alcoholism. Okay. It's your family's problem. No, it's my wife's <laughs> pro- my wife's issue to cure my alcoholism. You know what they say in my house? What's that? Wet britches get stitches. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.